0: Um, I'm not as worried about how many how many likes my photo gets as you know if it if it makes one person happy if it makes one person say wow this is really cool then that's that's satisfactory enough for me.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Social Humans the podcast where we take you behind the scenes with your favorite social media creators to tell you where they came from how they got here and where they're headed next. Let's go. On today's episode, our guest is Lucas Sigurdsson, also known as Old Man Siggy on Instagram. He has over 60,000 followers, and Lucas is known for his unique perspectives on various nature photos. Uh, Lucas, thanks for being on the show today. Um, Would you mind starting off just telling us a bit about your personal style?
0: Uh, okay so first and foremost i consider myself a storyteller of the moment okay. um, i think being a photographer i've kind of i've learned a different way i I've, I've developed a different way of seeing the world around me um it all started back after i graduated high school in 2012 i downloaded instagram on my iphone 5 and uh just started photographing trees and, and sidewalks and sunsets and flowers and uh, just, just as a way of of seeing things in a different way, or seeing things in a way I wasn't used to, and uh, that kind of develops into something, into the passion I ever, never knew I had. And uh, so, as a as a photographer, I, I see it. I see myself as uh, i capturing the world in a in a unique way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, really cool. So, could you touch on that? piece again about you said right after high school was kind of when you first started getting into it did you have an interest in photography at all before that or was it really uh that getting your your iPhone is what finally triggered you
0: uh, actually, yeah, I actually, I never got into photography all through high school. all growing up, um, my passion was music. I played guitar. I mm-hmm. um, actually, I went to an art school, and I would walk by the photo studio every day and not think anything of it. <laughs> I, I never actually said a word to the photo to the photo instructor at my high school. Yeah. So it all started with my with my iPhone. It's crazy to crazy to think about, but. It all started with a, th- with a thing you carry with you every day. So. <laughs> yeah,
1: so uh, were you seeing traction immediately, or did it take a while to kind of figure out your style and start to build a following there?
0: Um, on Instagram, it took a long time. I, t- I had taken a few breaks every now and then, uh, like when I was first getting into it, because I didn't think it was anything serious. Mm uh so and then i shortly after using it i I discovered hashtags i didn't know what hashtags were beforehand yeah Uh, i started using hashtags i remember like the day a photo of mine hit 11 likes when it said 11 likes under the photo and like i I got really excited (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) quick aside on hashtags here Instagram announced their hashtag feature in January 2011, making them a little late to the party as Twitter had been supporting tags since 2007. Instagram billed this as a feature that allowed, quote, everyone from you and your friends to strangers at a conference to contribute to an ever-growing pool of photos organized by hashtag. Back to the show.
0: But it just kind of, it's slowly developed over time. Um, and so It was a couple of years into it, and then uh, in October of 2014, Instagram actually placed me on their suggested users list, um, which I don't, I don't think they do it anymore. But they would select a handful of users at a time and basically uh, put them at the forefront. If anyone, for anyone who like who was just downloading Instagram, like here's people you should follow. Um, so that was a. Uh, great honor for me to be recognized by instagram themselves as a great community member
1: yeah that's uh, that's really cool what was that moment like for you i mean just going from being an iphone photographer then to having instagram putting you as a suggested user that had to be a crazy moment
0: (laughs) yeah it was it was surreal i remember i was actually working at the time um i was (laughs) i was on the sidelines of a high school football game working for a video crew uh, holding a sound bubble and I, I happened to check my phone when they were on timeout, and I saw I, I received a direct message from Instagram and I thought what is this what's happening <laughs> I, I thought I was getting kicked off Instagram or something and I opened it up to read that I was I became a suggested user and I ran over to a friend of mine who I worked with at the time and I was like Zach you won't believe it I'm a suggested user and I started crying in that moment like crying tears of tears of joy it was surreal wow that's (laughs) to think that i could be recognized for for just for for just my passion you know
1: yeah that's incredible so did you start to see a a big spike in your following after that moment i assume
0: yeah so the two weeks i spent on the actual suggested users list i had a I had gained a following of over 55,000 followers wow wow (laughs) um so it was yeah so I'd go to bed one night and wake up the next morning with 2,000 more followers I mean it was any there are no words to describe it that's (laughs) insane
1: uh,
0: yeah it's 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 crazy to think that like because I i had people I've had people following me from all over the world uh, I mean, we've had Insta meets here in town in Toledo, Ohio, where we've had people come from Canada, from California, from Texas, from Arizona, from all over the country and all over the, all over the world to come hang out here. And just, the, just the amount of, just the great people I've been able to reach through an app on our phones is just unreal.
1: Yeah, that's, that's very cool. Um, could you explain a little bit about? Um, I know you're in Toledo, correct? Yes. So a lot of your photography takes place there. Could you just talk about, you know, how much of that is really a piece of wh- like who you are and how it influences your art?
0: Yeah. So I was I'm born and raised in Toledo. I've lived here my whole life. I live in Genoa actually, which is a suburb of Toledo, okay. out in country. Um, so I've been I've been surrounded by barns and, and uh, vast farm fields and, and corn and <laughs> just right. uh, very uh, flat landscapes my whole life. But I've always but after getting into photography, I started to see these landscapes in a different way. Um, like wow, that tree out in the middle of that field is actually kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas before, I would just drive by and not think anything of it. So I'm definitely a product of the landscapes that I've been raised in. Um, I. I see a lot of beauty in the in the ordinary, or in the the moments, or the the, the scenes that you don't normally, that you wouldn't normally pay attention to. Yeah, I mean it's very it's, being in Toledo. It's very different from like a big city, like living in Chicago or New York City. Because if you're in New York, you have Central Park. You know everyone everyone goes to Central Park to take pictures. Everybody. Everyone goes to the Brooklyn Bridge. Uh, but Toledo, there isn't really you don't really think of that one place. Um, so it's kind of it's seeing beauty in the ordinary or in the normal and that's where that's really where i found myself as a, as a landscape photographer
1: yeah that's a really cool way of explaining it um can you talk about maybe how being in toledo or in ohio generally both helps you and maybe hurts you on instagram because obviously as you know i'm sure there's huge concentrations of creative influencers in la new york austin um but you know ohio not quite the same concentration
0: yeah i i definitely see what you're saying there um being in northwest ohio i mean a lot of people it's it's flat you know we don't have any mountains we don't have oceans we don't have we don't have the big flashy uh scenes to talk doc- to photograph mm-hmm. but i think what we do what toledo strives and we have we have a really big culture. There's a lot of like great art and great music and great food and uh, there's just a lot of like even on Instagram, we have a really great Instagram community here in Toledo. Um, there's you know We're very close to it. We're all friends with everyone. We go out and shoot together all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I mean, I've been In New York, and I've I've been to Instamates in New York and in Chicago and and then San Francisco, and it's it's really cool because, I mean, out there, you're in big cities, there's so many more people and uh, so many different walks of life of of photographers, and everyone has a different story, everyone has a different background. And I say, yeah, I'm from Toledo, Ohio. A lot of people are like, where's that? You know, What's <laughs> <Right>. Toledo. <laughs> and then I, I show them my photos, and they're like, wow, that's in Toledo. How is that in Ohio? You know, so uh, it's it's kind of a fun conversation to have with people that are from bigger cities and more populous and more popular places That to think that uh, Toledo has such beautiful, simple yet beautiful landscapes or, or things to
1: photograph. Right. For a little context here, Toledo is a mid-sized city in northwest Ohio. There's about 300,000 people in the actual city, but lots of people, like Lucas, consider the metro area part of Toledo, bringing it closer to 600,000. It's on the Maumee Bay, part of Lake Erie's shores, and it's pretty flat. The cornfields that you might picture when you think of Ohio, that's pretty accurate. So it's not the first place you'd expect to find an exceptional landscape photographer building up his portfolio. Furthermore, the 2008 economic crisis hit Toledo pretty hard, the same way it hit most manufacturing cities. But Toledo is seeing a pretty remarkable renaissance of young people working to revitalize the business and art scenes. The fact that Lucas chooses to stay and make art here when most influencers flock to California or the Pacific Northwest, it's really interesting. Um, So now that you're name is kind of out there and you've got an established following what's that process like for you now as far as um whether you're you know, trying to get paid like promoted posts or working with brands or doing you know shoots around toledo for companies and then i know you're in school as well so balancing that with your your school life and all of that
0: yeah it's definitely been very unique it's been i've been given many unique opportunities through instagram to uh, work with brands work with fortune 500 companies and work with uh just different companies around the world whether you know whether in toledo in ohio or anywhere else in the country um it's it's crazy to think about like i'm a college student like i don't think of working with major brands but instagram instagram is very unique in the marketing world right now i think it's it's in my opinion, Instagram has single-handedly revitalized the marketing world, and as far as photography goes, um, I think it's kind of given the world of photography a whole new life, a whole new—it's—it's uh, it's a breath of of something fresh in the world, and, and the marketing world is really uh, taking advantage of that, mm-hmm. and it's really cool to see. And like I've I'm firsthand, I've been given many opportunities to work with. Brands such as Holiday Inn. I've worked with Logitech. I've worked with uh, several footwear companies, or uh, so just to have the ability to connect with with professionals in, in different industries. And it's it's been really unique to meet with people and uh, to be able to do things I would have never envisioned being able to do before before <laughs> yeah. Instagram came along.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the things I was wondering is about is. I know your page, you have lots of nature-concentrated pictures. It's kind of your feed, I would say, has like a a serene, slow-living feel to it. And just how you're able to balance that aesthetic with kind of the fast-paced digital life of Instagram and the constant pressure to... You know be checking notifications and comments and
0: yeah definitely i mean we live in a very busy world as you know i mean right. social media everyone you know if you get an instagram you're scrolling you're scrolling you're scrolling i mean how many i wonder i've always wondered how many people actually take the time to sit and read through captions or to, sim- or to simply stare at a photo for three minutes because it, it uh, helps them feel something right and that's that's kind of what i that's always been my uh my vision as far as my photography and the photography that I share on Instagram, I want. I, I love creating photos that make people think or feel. I love uh, taking photographs that that leave an impression on you, whether it's good or bad, whether you like it or you don't like it. I love that simple. However, it made you feel. However, uh, whatever impact my photo made on you, and so as far as like photographing like my landscapes and and the things that I shoot primarily I mean I I spend a lot of time in in nature I spend a lot of time in the forest photographing trees and and country roads and Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, very very subtle landscapes but I think there's a there's a beauty about the the subtleties of of the Ohio of the Northwest Ohio landscapes that I have so much fun documenting and I have so much fun sharing yeah, have to give people a few of them from all around the world
1: you know yeah so. absolutely and do you, do you ever feel as though you get caught up in the the whole instagram competition of it or is that all just a side <laughs> thing for fun that you're able to handle well
0: um early on i will admit competition and i early on i was i was fascinated by the numbers i think a lot of people on instagram kind of fall victims to the numbers at, at some point in their throughout their career um oh. Early on, I was like, "Oh yeah, I love getting likes. I love comments. I love uh, any any attraction I, I got from anywhere else." Um, but as, as time has gone on, I've kind of matured in the in the way that I don't care as much about the likes as about the the followers. I, I really I'm really ingrained in this community that Instagram really is, and I love the people that I've met through Instagram are some of the greatest people I've ever known in my life, and so i I I cherish and I'm thankful for the people that have followed me. I followed along with my journey, and I've been able to follow along with their journey. Um, I'm not as worried about how many how many likes my photo gets. as you know if it if it makes one person happy, if it makes one person say Wow, this is really cool. That's that's satisfactory enough for me.
1: Yeah, for sure. And what do you think it took to reach that point? Was it just time, or is there a some a, a trigger moment for you where you realize that you know. The, the likes or the followers weren't as important as the content itself.
0: Yeah, definitely a lot of time. Um, I'm kind of unique with my Instagram in that I've I've been known to take several breaks. I take periods of time if I need to if I feel the need to reinvent myself or just to regather my thoughts and my feelings and my emotions about photography. Um, I I used to be that guy that posted every day at 4:52 yeah. in the afternoon. That was my time. And my friends are like, Lucas, you're crazy. You're so obsessed with Instagram, <laughs> and you know, how can you post at 4:52 every day? What does that mean? Yeah. And, and so I, I've taken periods of time where I've gone one, two, three, three weeks a month without posting, just mm-hmm. just as a way of, of reorganizing my thoughts and my and fi- figuring out what it is I want to shoot and what I want to share with the world.
1: Yeah, definitely. What do those breaks look like for you?
0: Uh so it's basically. I, I I would still get on Instagram every day because I, I I'm so inspired by a lot of the people I follow, a lot of the people I interact with on Instagram. Uh, some of the greatest photographers I've ever known you know, shoot, I mean, even if they shoot with just their iPhone. I mean, the work they produce is just beautiful. Um, so <laughs> a lot of times, my friends text like, "Lucas, when are you going to post again? You know, you haven't posted in a while." Yeah, e- if, even if it's if it's that i'm out of pictures of post, or if i just don't i'm not inspired enough to share or if i'm just unsure of where i'm at and like the in my current state as a photographer like so as, as a studying photographer i'm always learning i'm always growing and i'm always trying to uh, learn new concepts and learn new uh ideas and I, I i'm creating these visions about what i want to shoot and uh a lot of times it takes it takes time to bring those visions to life and to really feel accomplished in that
1: absolutely um so what do you think the future of that looks like for you both you know on instagram or other social platforms or just photography in general
0: so like i said in the beginning i consider myself a storyteller of the moment and through studying photography i'm in the bfa program for digital photography at the university of toledo here in town and uh I enjoy uh, telling stories using still images. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I like I tend to create photographs that leave questions but don't give any answers. So I like photographs that make you think or feel something. And I so I create these moments. These I set up these scenes, whether it's in a trailer park or inside this living room, um, whether there's a lot of fear or contemplation or thought or just very uh, drawn-out portraits, narrative portraits, and that's a lot of my personal work, which I, I, a lot of my focus has been, has been put into my website, Um So I've kind of been, I've kind of really felt myself drawn there as far as like building my personal brand outside of Instagram.
1: This idea of not building your house on somebody else's land is a common sentiment in the industry. Essentially, the idea is that you have to have a place that you can call your own that's independent of any specific network. Because we don't know which networks are going to be here five or ten years down the road. Take a look at Vine, for example. So it's important that creators can have a place to call home that doesn't live on any one network.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, But at at the same time, Instagram is unique because I kind of see it as your own digital portfolio I mean you can you can have an interview with any brand or any company and say show me your Instagram let me see what your online presence looks like and so having my Instagram there is is it's been a, it's been a great privilege to have this outlet and to have this means of of finding my place in the world and getting my name out there personally both as a photographer and just as a, as a student and as somebody who's learning and growing and, and trying to find my, my place and, and uh, wherever my future may take me.
1: Definitely. So do you have the next move after college lined up yet or that's still to be determined?
0: Uh, it's, it's still in the works. I, I've been working hard the last few months on getting my name out there and really uh, reaching out to people Mm -hmm. Um, a big thing early on i I was i was kind of shy in that i I was afraid like who am i i'm just some college kid i'm not a i'm not a real good photographer but as time has gone on i felt myself growing uh both emotionally uh, as a photographer as as an artist as a whole and so i've been i I've been applying for different internships, and I was I was a finalist for an internship with Discovery with Discovery this past year. Told um, short of that, but I I see myself as somebody who uh, I, I want to be a photojournalist. I love traveling and I love documenting. Mm-hmm. I love documenting different cities, states, countries. I love meeting people, and uh, so as a, as far as a professional career, I, mean, I envision myself working for a publishing company um, as a photojournalist.
1: Yeah, definitely. So. How about uh, maybe some predictions for the space as a whole? Uh, not so much personally, but just where you see this social evolution going a couple of years down the road or ten years down the road.
0: Yeah, it's it's crazy to think about how far Instagram has come versus mm-hmm. where it was, you know, five six years ago, uh, versus where it's where it could be going in the future. Uh, a couple years ago, I had the chance to meet uh, Jeffrey Gerson, who's the community manager for Instagram North America, and I'd asked him the same question, you know, where do you see Instagram in two years? He said, it's funny you say that. I don't know where Instagram will be in six months. Uh, it's, you know, it, you look at the world of social media, I mean, it's constantly evolving and it's constantly changing. There's, you know, there are new fads. Everyone catches on to something new almost every day, it seems like. Uh, but I think Instagram is unique in that it's, it's, it's created this community that's here to stay. Uh, I mean, you saw MySpace. I mean, that faded out. You Mm -hmm. know, Facebook is kind of seems like it's been fading out, but at the same time, they're trying to gain more traction. Uh, I think Instagram is is unique in that everyone is on Instagram for the same purpose—to share pictures. You know, they love they love photography; it's their passion, Mm -hmm. or it's something they really enjoy doing. And to have the ability to have Insta meets where where complete strangers get together in, in one space to take pictures together and just to meet and interact. Um, I think Instagram the community is really what drives Instagram and you know things will always change there's always going to be app updates there is going to be different things that they've brought on like Instagram stories was a new was new a few months ago and now that's really taken off Uh, and just different just as the app itself evolves it's interesting to see the community of Instagram evolve with it
1: and so as far
0: as the future I, I think it's endless I mean I mean, obviously, it's, it'll come to, come to an end of sorts someday, but I don't see that end anywhere in sight.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I would agree with pretty much everything you just said. Uh, I think that's a really cool take on it. Um, this has been really, really interesting and insightful. Um, yeah,
0: I appreciate the time. It was fun chatting
1: with you. Awesome. Yeah, thank you, Lucas. Uh, we'll look forward to following your journey after college. Best of luck there, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks Taylor All right, have a, have a good one. Thanks again for listening to another episode of Social Humans. You can find Lucas online on Instagram as Old Man Siggy, and we look forward to seeing you next week.